Good morning, everyone. My name is Emma, and I'm a senior at Grace Church. Well, my name is Abigail, and I'm a senior at Nightingale. We have both been coming to this church since we were baptized, and at this church, we have found a home all these years. When we were young, we went to choir together on Tuesdays, and we were, when we were finally old enough to be acolytes, we waited eagerly to be assigned the sought-after communion jobs. In positions where we now assign jobs we once wanted and have the responsibility of leadership on Sundays, we are grateful for this community. In this passage we have just heard, Jesus looks up to heaven and speaks to his Father, acknowledging the time that has come for him to be glorified so that he may glorify God. He recognizes the authority given to him over all people to offer eternal life to those who have been given to, uh, to him by the Father. Jesus defines eternal life as knowing the only true God and Jesus Christ. When I think about my life at church, particularly my involvement in the choir when I was younger, a head acolyte, a chalice bearer, and a youth vestry member, I see a deep connection to this passage. Through these rules, I have had the opportunity to serve and worship God in a unique way just as Jesus fulfilled the work given to him by the Father on earth. In the choir, we lifted our voices together to glorify God, sharing his message through music. As acolytes, we carry the light of Christ into the sanctuary, symbolizing his presence among us and our commitment to follow his footsteps. As chalice bearers, we participate in the sacrament of Holy Communion, reminding ourselves and the congregation of the sacrifice Jesus made for us. But it's not just about the task we perform. It's about the community we have built within our church. Jesus prays his, for his disciples saying, I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the word. They were yours and you have gave them to me and they have kept your word. Similarly, our church community, we have come together from different walks of life brought by God himself. We may have different roles and responsibilities, but we all share a common purpose, to glorify God and spread his love um, in the world. We have shared in his word, strengthened our faith, and supported one another through the ups and downs of life. As I reflect on this passage and my own experiences, I am reminded of the incredible community we have here at our church. Through the ups and downs of getting hand, foot, and mouth disease at confirmation retreat, the many Friday night dinner programs, and participating in all of the pageants throughout my years at church. And it's a place where we, I have grown in faith and found a community that supports me and shares the joy of serving God together. It's been a journey for both of us to recognize how much we value the church community. I think Emma would agree that one of our most embarrassing moments happened when we were in middle school in the choir. We sat in the front and talked and gossiped the whole way through the service. Truthfully, I didn't fully understand that being at the front of the church meant that people could see me. And after a couple of weeks of gossiping and laughing, we were called into Ms. Enloe's office. I don't remember much of what was said, but the bottom line was that it was Easter and we were disrespecting the important holiday by being interested in anything but church at all the services. Fair. We were also told that we needed to write an apology to put on the choir board. Now this is the part that really freaked me out. All of the big, scary choir adults would see that we had messed up and needed to apologize. I was so embarrassed. So I came up with a brilliant plan of writing an apology note in 11 point font cursive and in a subtle light pink. 
We wrote one sentence about how we were sorry for talking and disrupting the service, and it was pinned to the board for everyone to see. Our methods didn't work, and next Sunday, a member of the choir came up to us and said he loved our apology. So clearly not our greatest moment. But I wanted to share this story to really show the evolution of my personal faith journey and also to give another apology to everyone who had to watch us for years talking in front of the church. Almost eight years later, I came to church alone for the first time. It was the 6 p.m. service and I ended up having a truly transformative experience. The moment that stuck out to me from the service was when everyone gets up and lights a candle and someone's candle ahead of me in line went out. Thoughtfully and carefully, the man in front of me in line lit the candle before lighting his own. That gesture of kindness from strangers stood out to me as a metaphor for the generosity of the St. James community. Year after year, the generosity of people in this community has raised me and shaped me to become who I am. Thursday sing-alongs with Miss Vicky and Wednesday choir practices with Mr. Chris and Miss Enlow were the things I looked forward to all week and the head acolytes and older choir members have extended their kindness to younger students every Sunday. It is a privilege to be a member of a group of people so loving and so generous, and it is something that I will always cherish. We have both had different journeys maturing in our faith and are assured that our experiences in such a loving faith community will guide us into the next chapter of our lives. Thank you. Amen. <laughs>